Welcome to the World Harvest Church podcast channel. We hope you enjoyed this message. Well, I had a, I came fully prepared with my sermon, and uh, but I kind of knew in the back of my mind what the Spirit of God wanted to do for us this morning. And I, I of course, yesterday I'm thinking, God, you know, pastor said you can do that anytime you want to. And I, it's a holiday weekend, and I want everybody to be there. But it's pretty full this morning. <laughs> so I guess everybody almost is here. Uh, but just know, if you came in here with something with a need, God was mindful. He's mindful of how we enter into things, how we enter into a new year. It matters to him. It matters how we leave something and how we, how we exit something, but also how we enter something. But this morning, I'm gonna do, as she calls it, a sermonette. We're gonna make it real quick. And uh, I may continue along these. Do we have a book of the month? Are we continuing love, right? And then do we have one for February? Okay, I know what I wanna do. I wanna do this book right here. How many of y'all have this book? One of the best books ever written. Um, This book will... You know, a lot of times people are looking for some big deep revelation, you know, to draw them closer to God and some, you know, mystical book about God and all of his. This book is so simple. And when you get done reading it, you go, I can hear from God. I can talk to God. I've heard him before. You know, I remember a time that I heard him and I I didn't listen. (laughs) It makes living and walking and talking and fellowshipping with him so easy and it makes success look so easy because it is easy. What did uh, Dad Hagen teach us? That God had said to him, if you learn to follow my spirit, I'll make you rich. That's rich in every way, not just financially. Um, But we also, our success is in our, and if you're taking notes, write these down, because we're we're gonna probably live with this maybe for a couple of weeks. Um, I think it's great to start the year. I always like to, if I'm gonna read this, I try to start the year with refreshing myself specifically on this subject. Um, Our success our success, we know what the key to success is? It's in our desire, our ability, and our accuracy to follow the Holy Spirit. Those three things. Number one, our desire. Because we can say, well, it's in our ability, but you gotta wanna follow the Holy Ghost. So first comes the desire. You're gonna have to have a desire to follow the Spirit of God. Not a desire to chase money, not a desire to chase fame, not a desire to chase influence, not a desire uh, to chase you know, resources uh, and accumulation of things. You have to have the number one desire in your life has to be to follow the Spirit of God. Number two, the ability. Are we developing ourselves in the ability? Are we interested in gaining the ability and the skill to follow the Spirit of God? And number three, our success is also in our accuracy to follow the Spirit. So number one, our desire. Number two, our ability. And number three, our accuracy. That we're learning not just to hear generally, 
but we're developing an accuracy in the specifics. Amen. A desire to follow God's leading, developing the ability to follow God's leading, and doing what you hear and are led to do accurately. I'm going to say that again. Number one, it's the desire to follow God's leading. This is our success. This will not sound like any of leadership 101, you know what I mean? Where they got the microphone and then they're up there. I'm not knocking that. You know what I mean? And they're up there and they come out and everybody's clapping and all this stuff. Okay, not knocking that. I'm just saying, this is not that. You're not gonna hear these steps because the steps they give are steps that come from here. These are steps that come from here and from the word of God. Um, either you believe greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world, or you don't. So for me, I wanna know that greater is he that's in me. I'd rather go to the greater than turn to a lesser. I'm not saying there's principles that can't be, can't be implemented and things you can't learn, but I'm just telling you, if you truly believe the greater one is on the inside of you, the way the word of God says he is, then you'll have the desire to follow his leading, you'll be developing the ability to follow the leading, and you'll be doing uh, and hear what you hear and doing it accurately. Um, within every person, there is a value system in place. You have a value system. Maybe you can't spout off real quick what that value system is. And when I say value system, what you prize the highest. There's gonna be things that you put in order, right? And you can look always at, you know, Bank accounts, time spent, relationships. You can look and know what is my value system. It's not hard to, to examine one's life and to say, what is my value system? Um, in every, within every person's life, there's a value system in place. Based on that value system is where you place your priorities and you invest your time and your effort. So what's at the highest place of your value system, that's where you're gonna invest the most time, the most resources, you're gonna invest the most of yourself, the most of your thoughts. The priority is going to need to be, and you may have to redirect, the number one priority in my value system is the spirit of God that lives on the inside of me. It's not managing my business. It's not managing my home. It's not managing um, wealth. It's not managing my health. It's none of these things. None of those things are going to be able to bring me to the success that pursuing and, and putting at the top priority of my value system, the value of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is the most valuable person in my life. He is a person. One of the primary ways we can value, value God's voice, recognizing the great value of our own spirit on the inside of us. So that's the direction I want us to look at this morning, is to value the spirit of God and what God did for us by being able to, in Romans, and we'll, we'll turn over there to Romans chapter eight, but being able to hear from the spirit of God, we have to first recognize and value our own spirit. That when you received Jesus, on the inside of you, you were completely recreated. The Bible says you were made brand new. A new creature. Say that with me. A new creature. 
That means on the inside, you look completely different, totally different than your unsaved neighbor, than a person who has not received Jesus. You have to identify yourself as a new creature. What do you do with things that are new? You take care of it, right? What do you do with a new car? What do you do with a new tool? A new pair of shoes. Um, Whatever you find valuable, that's new. New piece of jewelry, come on. (laughs) Right? I mean, even down to, ladies, we get new makeup, what do we do? We we wash our brushes, because you can't touch the old with the new. (laughs) You know, I'm just bringing it down. (laughs) It's real simple. Why? Because I just invested, and that thing's going to transform my face before I leave the house. (laughs) So what we're doing is we're investing in what we find most valuable. This is brand new. You have to value not just God and his spirit. See, we we can all come together in the corporate anointing this morning, and we all reverence and value the spirit of God. But what about when you leave this place? Do you put a value on your own spirit? to protect it, to to guard it, to get in the presence of God, not just on Sunday, but I value my new man. I value who I really am. This puts a whole different definition on self-care, self-help, self-value, my worth, I'm special, I'm worth so much. Yes, you are. If you are in Christ Jesus, you better put a premium on how you've been recreated in him. Yes, you are. You teach your children. You don't pump your children up that they're so special just because they're yours and just because they're, you know, cute and funny and smart. No, let me tell you where your value is. Your value is that you were born into the kingdom of God. You're a citizen of another realm. And honey, you don't have to operate by what you see. You don't have to operate by what you hear. You're bigger. And the greater one on the inside of you is always gonna bring you to the top and make you bigger than anything you're gonna face. That's what gives them value. That's why you can come from an orphaned home, poverty, come out of a terminal illness the way Dad Hagen did, right? A broken home, you know, divorced parents, everybody's, everything's a mess around him. They gave him up to die. And what did he do? He not only learned faith, but he learned to follow the Spirit of God. What was the Spirit? One of the first things the Spirit of God dealt with him, let let go of that. Let go of that headboard. Let go of that headboard. That's worry. Where did he get that revelation from? Number one, it was the, the Word of God, but the Spirit of God had to illuminate that to him, to show him what did he gain? Success. You say, well, he didn't get off the deathbed. Doesn't matter. That's a step of success. Any step in the direction of victory is a step of success. Amen? So the value starts, and this is where we're going to launch launch with this, and then we'll go from there. The value starts within your own spirit first. Value is set by three things. If you're taking notes, three things. You find value in something based on these three things. This is not maybe a total list, but it's a pretty accurate one. Number one, you find 
something that has of great use, you find it valuable. How about, how about your toothbrush? Isn't it amazing? It's 10 o'clock at night, you can't find your toothbrush. We go on the road, we can't find a toothbrush. How quickly does the value of a toothbrush become when you don't have one? It, it's not of great cost. You know, it's not a status symbol. <laughs> but it's of great use, right? And we can go down the list, toilet paper. It's amazing when you don't have it, how valuable it is. We learned that, we learned that. We learn that. So number one, it's use. We put value on things that we use and when they're not there, things we use all the time, when they're not there, what about, you know, you got the wrong pair of socks and the heel's rubbing on. How valuable do, do socks that come up a little bit, how valuable do they become? Right, when we would go roller skating, ooh, that was not the day. <laughs> That was not the day to forget your good socks. And I'm not sitting out. You know what I mean? Like I'm not, I'm not doing that. That's not an option. So you'd rather skate and get the Band-Aid than not skate and miss out. What about this? A value is set by uh, who it came from. Again, it could not be something that's of... of super great worth, you know, like uh, financial worth, but if somebody gave it to you, the right person, somebody that's important, that's of value in your life, gave it to you, how, how significant is it? Maybe something you don't use, something you put up, something you put in a safe, something that's so special, you're gonna keep it from generation to generation. We're talking about value is set by three things. And what about this third thing? The cost. How much something is worth. Wouldn't we, that's, the, that's when we think of valuable. Well, I don't have anything of great value, value. Yes, you do. If you are born again in the family of God, you have the greatest thing of value already on the inside of you. So, Value is set by three things. We're talking about valuing our spirit. Number one, we said use. Should we be able to use our spirit man every day and should we? Yes. Absolutely. We should be getting up every day and saying today, just as I use my legs, as just as I use my eyes, as just as much as I use my hands, Father, today my spirit man is going to be used, dominated, and leading the way. Number two, the gift, who it came from. God is the one who gave you that new, recreated, brand new spirit. It came from him. And so when we're not wanting to follow and put down the flesh and take the time to turn towards our spirit, what kind of value are we putting on the greatest gift God gave us? What do you think that says to him about the value of your recreated spirit, man? When the first thing we turn towards is the mind, the mind. You know what, I, I got this problem, I'm just gonna sit here for the next three days and turn this over in my mind, how we're gonna figure that, how we're gonna get this. Instead of the greatest, most valuable resource you have, which is the life of God in Christ Jesus, living and dwelling in you, the Holy Ghost on the inside of you, that's the spirit of God, 
in you, and you could turn at a moment, get that mind quiet, turn it off, and turn to your greatest, most valuable gift on the inside. What about number three? What was the cost to get you your spirit man? What was the cost? Was anything, was there any higher price spent for anything? There's a lot of money today a lot of zeros we see. Because of the internet, we can see a lot. People building homes. People building bunkers. People building their own personal spaceships. Would you ever have thought the day somebody could build their own personal rocket <laughs> to space? A lot of money being spent. A lot of value being given. Do you know mankind... Uh, humanity as a whole puts a greater value on the mind of man than the spirit of man. Don't fall into that trap that you put more value on your mind and what you know than you do your spirit. If we're gonna have, remember, we're, we're taking it back, we're talking about success. But success starts at where the val- our value system begins. So where my value system begins, that's where I can start my success. If my value system is work is first, that's, where, that's, that's the highest point of success I'll ever reach. If my value system is that my spirit is the greatest asset, the, the greatest thing that I've ever been given at the highest cost, it's gonna have the greatest use in my life and it's gonna be uh, uh, one of the greatest gifts anyone has ever given me. If that's how I see my spirit, my recreated brand new born again spirit, Where does my success begin? It begins at heaven's doorstep. Everything. What did Jesus say? I've come to give you everything that heaven itself enjoys. So when I value my spirit man and I turn to my spirit man, I am literally on the threshold of everything that heaven has is open unto me now. But if I stop here, I'm only open to what man can teach me. I'm only open to what their tactics and their instruction. I'm limited. I've only come up to a measure of success. God's success is unlimited. It's unlimited. We will always say that we value God's voice, but do we place a value and protect where we receive that voice? you probably won't find a a believer. It'd be really hard to find a believer who says that they don't value God's voice, right? You know, if an angel showed up or Jesus showed up or they heard God's voice or even had an intuition or a leading that they realized protected them and kept them. Somebody was praying for them at the leading of the Spirit of God. You'll never say, uh, hardly ever find somebody who says, well, I don't value God's voice. You'll find unsaved people, right? They'll value God's voice. They'll value the, the signs in, in the things. The toast and the rock and the, I mean, I'm not making, I mean, you know, they're looking for God speaking in some way. And they will take and, and hold that of great value. But what about are we valuing and protecting where the first place we are to hear his voice? Amen? That is your spirit, man. So, where are you going? What you listening to? Where are you meditating on? 
How much are you feeding your spirit? How much are we starving our spirit? How much attention do we give our spirit? How much are we tending to our spirit? The Bible uh, compares it. We've got this uh, hidden treasure. We've got a garden on the inside. We've got the soil of our heart. There's many analogies, many examples that the word gives about our spirit and how to take care of it. So we're gonna be looking at these things unless the spirit of God says otherwise, we're gonna be looking at these things um, in the time to come. Um, and we'll close with this because we're going to be back here tonight. Praise the Lord. Um, where does the word come in? Because we're word and spirit people. And what does the word do? I love what pastor says. You're not earning anything from God. When you read your Bible, that's not earning. You, you, don't look at it as I, I have to earn God's love or I have to earn his approval. I mean, I've been there. Oh, he is so displeased with me because I did not get to my word today, right? You think that. That's not true. Faith pleases God. So that day, if I acted in faith, if I stepped out in faith, if I, if I talked in faith, he was pleased. But what's gonna help my faith? Faith comes by what? Hearing the word of God. So I'm pleasing when I walk in faith, but I need the word to be pleasing. So it's not that you're earning his approval, you're just, there's steps to being pleasing to God. Not earning his love, not earning his, his affection, nothing like that. I just need to be uh, walking in the fullness of what he's provided for me. So what does the word do? Where, why do we have, and I'm not gonna go through the steps, we'll, we'll go through that later, the steps that Dad Hagen gives, but he talks about putting the word first place. Why is it important to put the word first place? The more you read the word of God, the easier it is to recognize the voice and the leading of God. Have you ever watched um, a kid's movie, like a, an animated movie, and you go, I recognize that, that voice, right? As soon as uh, the Toy Story movies came out, right, we all recognized the familiar voices. The Tom, Tom Hanks and um, Tim Allen, we knew those voices. And you, it's not their face, but you can close your eyes and hear somebody's voice. This is how the word of God is. You can't see God's face, but the more you're in his word, then you're gonna go, I know that voice. I recognize that voice. I can't see him, but there's something really familiar. Have you ever done that even in a, you know, or when you see somebody in a movie, uh, uh, their face, and you go, where do I know that voice from, right? Have we ever, we've all said that. Where do I know that voice from? This is important with the word of God. Because when leadings begin to come and he begins to lead us, it says that the spirit of God over in Romans chapter eight, the spirit of God beareth witness with our spirit. That's how he bears witness. That's how he talks to you. That's how he leads you is through your recreated born again spirit that we're gonna protect and hold of great value because it was of great cost. It should be of great use and the one who gave it to us. Yes. Amen. So he's gonna bear witness with our spirit man on the inside of us. And we wanna be able to go, oh, I know that voice. I recognize that voice. How do we do that? By meditating and reading the word of God. You know, I, I don't know how he does it, but they sound familiar. They sound familiar. Why? Because his spirit is on his word and his spirit is inside of you. That's what it means. 
His spirit bearing witness with your spirit. His spirit birthed these words. Not man, his spirit did. And his spirit's in you. So they recognize one another. So one of the greatest keys to your success in following your spirit is being a person of the word. Amen? Amen. So we'll stop there this morning. And uh, I'm so excited for tonight, uh, expectant for tonight. Uh, We want to remind you uh, that service is at 6, not 7. Everybody say 6 o'clock. And we'll open doors, what, like 5, 5.30? Is the cafe open? What are we doing? Everything's open. We're, we're open, okay? We're open for business. So come if you want to, fellowship, get your things dropped off next door. We're gonna have a great time as a family. Stand with me to your feet this morning, and how about we do this? How about we release our faith for tonight's service? Oh. Okay, we'll do that at the end. Let's release our faith for tonight. Father, we thank you for everyone coming tonight. We thank you for the word of God is going to have free course and be glorified. We declare, Pastor Nancy speaks the divine utterances of the Holy Ghost. We thank you, Father, for your wisdom being delivered boldly, the utterances being delivered boldly from the throne room of heaven. We say there will be impartations. We say, Father, manifestations, demonstrations. Father, we have come tonight and many will be coming for answers and we believe that everyone coming with the need and with the answer that they have, you shall meet it in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, as always, there is a fresh, new and extraordinary hunger for your word and to know you in the power of your resurrection resting upon this congregation. We we say those even watching by live stream, that they're watching with needs, they're watching expectantly, we say they shall be filled in Jesus' name. And we give you all the praise and the glory for it. We say, Pastor, is strengthened with might by your spirit and her inner man. And she is stepping out and stepping forth in boldness in the office that you have and the glory of God shall be manifest in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us. To learn more about World Harvest Church, please visit our website at defrainministries.org.